Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind, as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of what makes funny, funny? A dive into the humorous. Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. And on this path today, we have my friend Brandon. Are you there waiting, Brandon? Yes, I'm here, David. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure, and it's always a good laugh with you. And that's why you're the perfect man for this talk today, What Makes Funny Funny. Now, we, we, <laughs> saw, we saw each other recently, actually, a number of weeks ago. Describe that situation for us, Brandon. Uh, so we, when, when was it? This was uh, last year, pretty much, right? About a month, about a month ago, yes. Yeah, about it's a month January ago. Now, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> and we, we, we met at a, it was a comedy show. It was like a, um, like a, it, it was kind of like, um, what's that, what's the, not uh, American Idol, what's the other one? Don't ask uh, me, I've been living in other countries since 1976, <laughs> um, I have no idea. There's, um, it, it was like a, uh, it was like a, a comedy um, judge show, <laughs> if that makes sense. It was yeah, like, like a, a, a contest, show. a comedy. What yeah, it like was. a con contest. Yeah. Um, ah, what is that American? It's not American Idol. There's another one. Um, who's got talent? America's got talent. Oh, that's right. I have that heard one. of that. Yes, yes. It, it, it's like it was kind of like that. Like America's got talent, but it was more about for comedians. And we were uh, audience members. Behind us were judges, yes. and they uh, the judges needed to basically uh, grade the the comedians on stage. So yes. that was the gist of it. <laughs> let, let me throw in here for our reputation, people. Brandon and I don't have lives that are so void of any meaning that we think, well, let's go be audience members at no, some no, no. dumb TV show. <laughs> we were getting paid to be audience members. That's exactly, the only exactly. reason that. why we were there. So our reputation has been saved now. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what did you think of the comedy skits there, Brandon, that we saw? Honestly, I thought it was very bad. Of course it was bad. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, it, to me, it, it wasn't funny. Uh, it was very uh, Japanese funny. Yeah, Japanese funny. Uh, and I, I think we, we'll get into that, like what makes Jap like the Japanese funny, American funny, maybe other countries uh, funny. But it was very yeah. Japanese funny, and uh, also another thing I, I noticed: the the judges, they were too soft. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> we should mention the judges. It was like an international panel. There was only one Japanese judge, right? And then there was a who were, one Indian woman. She's supposed to be the, like the famous comedian in uh -huh. India or something. In India, she could uh, be. Was... It could be totally fake. I, I yeah, yeah, watched a comedy thing from India, but I assume she was. And then some American guy and a Korean. Guy, Korean I think guy too. and an uh, African guy. Oh, the Afri uh, South Africa. That's right. South African guy. Yeah. He made he some good comments. Be, he was supposed to be uh, the comedian or the top comedian in South Africa. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but if he's the top comedian in South Africa, then why is he help? Hell, does he have to take a job there in Japan, be a judge of some dumb show? Exactly. Of course, maybe because <laughs> it's South Africa, the top comedian makes like you know fifteen hundred bucks a month or something. It could also mm -hmm. be like, well, because. 
I don't know. He was pretty good, actually, though. That guy, he made some intelligent comments. But you're right. They're all very kind in their judgments. Mm -hmm. When I heard that you were sitting next to me, the remarks you were making, you said, now, if I were a judge, I would tell him, hey, stick with your day job and forget comedy. (laughs) Which sort of made me laugh. Well, that that's because I, I believe in honesty. Uh, even if even if the honesty is is hurtful, it's devastating uh, I, I, and leads to suicide. But you believe in honesty, yeah. Okay. I believe in honesty, <laughs> and and you're you're like the total opposite of that. You're like, no, I want to be nice. I don't want to hurt their feelings. But look, this doesn't mean that I'm hurt. woke. Don't get the wrong idea, because I'm the opposite of woke. But I have a heart. <laughs> believe it or not, even though I'd be conservative in some of my views, I have a heart. I you know. I have to respect those people, and there are some, you know, some of these comedians. Remember the woman that was dressed up? Was it like a was it supposed to be a space? It was like a pterodactyl. You talking about the pterodactyl? A lady, space right? pterodactyl or something. Mm-hmm. But she just had on like silver cardboard pieces, <laughs> and you would never know she's supposed to be a space dinosaur, exactly. only because they called her a space dinosaur. Space dinosaur, but, you know, yeah. And she did like a song and dance comic. It was so. I remember at that point I said. Like what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, we we looked at each other. Remember, what we looked this? at each other. And was like, what? What is going on? It not on only here? wasn't funny, but it it wasn't. It didn't know what was supposed to be or or what it was, and who whether that was just some insane person that crawled up onto the stage and put some cardboard exactly. on her head, and it, 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 it was really beyond belief. That one. And you, you know, you know what, you know what ruined her joke, which uh, we can get into later. Uh, they had to explain the joke afterwards. I think that really ruined her joke because it's like usually, usually when you have to when you have to repeat the joke over and over again or have to explain the joke in detail, it ruins the joke. It, it falls so flat. It but that's where I, that's happened to me with some of the jokes I tell, and I have to explain it, and then I burst out laughing. And they say, why are you laughing? Because the person didn't laugh in the first place. They said, it's so funny that I have to explain it. I know it's not going to be funny when I explain it, but that precisely is funny for me. That, uh, I have to, okay. <laughs> that I have to explain it, and knowing it's not going to be funny at all for them. In mm-hmm, other words, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of self-sufficient with humor. If other people don't laugh at my jokes, I do, and it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you were the harsh critic, well, just talking about ourselves, and I was, I was the critic with heart. But I just wanted to say that I respect anybody that gets up onto a stage and does something, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. for most of my life, I had stage fright. In school, we had to do stuff. Okay, I get up and talk for the class, and I do very well, but I hated the thought. For the whole week, I think, oh, my God, I have to get a presentation. That changed at one point, about 1994, when I was living in Madrid and wanted to give harpsichord concerts to make money. I needed the money. And so I overcame my stage fright using some mental techniques, some psychological techniques. I totally overcame my stage fright. But Mm. maybe for that reason, because most of my life when I had to give a concert before, I was just terrified. And so anybody gets up on the stage and does anything, I respect that. And so I hate to take away people's illusions and hopes. But uh, what these people need is a a trainer, like, you know, the boxer Rocky Marciano, Mm -hmm. only heavyweight, Mm -hmm. a perfect record, 49 and 0 back in the early 50s. Well, he wasn't even so good for boxing in a sense. He had short arms and he was only 5'10 and a half. He was... So be a heavyweight, right? But his mm-hmm. trainer beginning said, "Well, look, you might not make it. You can only make it if you do every single thing I say, <laughs> maximally." He said, "Okay, I will," and he did. And he became the best conditioned fighter ever, and won all his fights. And so that's what these comedy people need: some kind of trainer to say, "Look, do just what I tell you, and I can turn you into something." But they don't mm-hmm. have that. They think that their 
path, each one, that's going to be the right thing. And they just fall flat again and again. But I, I don't think that's just for, for comedy. I think that that's for a lot of people. Well, yeah. Well, that's... Like, um, like nowadays, nowadays, like a lot of musicians or a lot of, uh, you know, artists and things like that's that. That's a good point. Like, I don't want to listen to anyone else. I'm only going to listen to myself. You don't know. <laughs> you didn't make it. So I'm the oh, one. Oh, yes, that attitude. You know? Well put. That's <laughs> so quite I think, true. <laughs> I think it goes beyond just comedy, you know. And, you know, that always comedy. amazed me because if I do something, if somebody has some criticism, you know, like some of the music I do, you know, that, that harpsichord sound you use just wasn't right on or the way you interpreted that. On the, I don't really mind that. It, it could be you an ego blow if I'm really proud of thing and then they tear it apart. I don't know. But nonetheless, I think, well, this is good because – Maybe what they say is valid. In any case, I'm going to ponder it, and so I can improve through that. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, we do live in a world, maybe this is also connected to the woke, you know, you're supposed to be so sensitive all the time. Don't say anything Ooh. harsh because, oh, he offended me because he said that my act wasn't so good. And maybe it's just giving solid advice it's, that could exactly, be helpful. Exactly, and that And, and for me, like, um, for, for something like that, I always ask questions. So... Like we, me and you, we, we, we work in the entertainment industry. We, we have to do interview or not interviews. We have to do auditions. Yes. And I, I wish, to... I wish with the level where people would want to do interviews with us. Right. But we're, we haven't reached yeah. that stage of fame quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, we, we have to do these and, and sometimes if I, if I feel I didn't do good, I'll ask questions. So what could have done better? What could have done? Yeah. That's the way you progress. Exactly. So uh, for me, I, I try and I try and ask questions. I try and uh, you know try and make myself better in that in that sense. You know. Uh, yeah, well, that just seems to be normal in a sense. That's the way people should take it's, it. It's not normal nowadays. It's too... no, it's not. People are so <laughs> overly sensitive. <laughs> yeah, they're so overly it. sensitive. Every least little thing. Uh, exactly. I mean, you grew up in a better neighborhood. I grew up in, in the hood in Baltimore. And so sensitivity was not the main thing. That, you know, it was like, a, you worry about staying alive till the next day. Or, what are those gunshots and stuff like that? The sense that, oh, he might have hurt my feelings. If all they did was hurt your feelings, you were delighted. <laughs> they didn't beat you over the head with a tire iron. You were just happy. Oh, all he did was insult me a thousand times in the worst terms. Well, boy, I'm lucky. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> the sensitivity thing, I just can't be on board with that. But now the title, what makes funny, funny? How funny. would you define funny? Let me ask you this. I, I don't um, mean strange funny, you know. Not strange funny. I, I, I'll just funny. say, I'll be just very simple. Uh, something that can make you laugh. <clears throat> That's what I would define funny. Something that can make you laugh. It could be, it could be uh, slapstick. It could be uh, dark humor. Yeah. It could be, um, you know, you know, uh, something that make you think uh, a lot, but just it, it, the ending is there's a, there's a, uh, you know, they say it, then there's a punchline and there's a laugh. That's yeah, what, but, but that's also, <laughs> it's, very, okay, basic. it's very subjective in a sense though, because suppose somebody's a, a sadistic murderer and I don't know, they fire a gunshot and the bullet goes to the first victim and hits the second and kills them too. And like, Oh, look at that. Two birds with one stone. Ha ha ha. But most people wouldn't call what happened funny. Because Funny. they just murdered two people, but the sadistic murderer would. So from a subjective standpoint, yeah, if they laugh, then it's funny. But nobody else would find that funny. But but then it's still the setup and punchline, though. So it's like, yes. 
<laughs> yes, it, you're right. So from a subjective point of view, for the individual, whatever makes you laugh is funny. That's a very generous definition of funny, but I like it for that reason. It's like, what defines music? You know, we had that talk about music, hip hop. and Because yeah, 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 yeah. some people say, well, rap is not really music, but I, even mm -hmm. the harpsichordist, you know, for me, music is uh, basically emotion put into organized sound because mm -hmm. that's what music always is. Although that, you know, even then, if somebody's just beating on a on a tree trunk, as long mm -hmm. as there's a rhythm, it's it is music all over the most music. primitive sort. Mm -hmm. So your definition of funny is kind of like that. It's very generous in a sense. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, let me ask you this, Brandon. Why did the chicken cross the road? Uh, to get to the other side. Okay. Well, of course you know that. You know, a few years ago, my wife did speak such good English, and we'd be together mm -hmm. for many years. But I said, why did she cross the road? She said, uh, I don't know why. <laughs> because, of course, if you're Japanese, even if your English is really good, these things that every kid in America knows, some you just don't know it, right? <laughs> because yeah, exactly. you're a foreigner. And so I burst out laughing, and she said, and then I gave the answer. So why is that funny? I said, that's, it's not that that's funny. It's the fact that you didn't know that the answer to that yeah. stupid joke. <laughs> that's that, funny. That, that's, the, that's, the thing about, that's the thing about, you know, comedy or, or anything can be, can, can be funny, you know, anything. Well, well, for me, for example, if I drink a lot, anything is funny. I haven't mm. drunk, you know, I, I'm not a drinker and even 20 years ago, even Long before I was married, if I go to party and drink, it would be then I wouldn't drink again for six months. But nonetheless, uh, when I do drink, I get in such a good mood, I find everything funny then. So that means you're a good drinker. You're a good, good guy. A good drinker around. and a good people having an audience <laughs> at a dumb comedy show. They just should have gotten me drunk before they put me in with at that Japanese. I would have laughed at everything. I mean, just yeah, same, same. Oh, speaking of that. <clears throat> Sorry to bring this up, but I went to that wasn't my first one that I went to. I went to one before that, prior yeah. to that, and um, same same setup. Yeah. But uh, we were we were sitting, you know, where we were, we were sitting like on the ground. At the one that I went, we were sitting, you know, behind the um, the judges. Yeah, the, right. The first one that I went to, and there was a lady who was drunk, like complete plastered <laughs> drunk, and. Um, they uh they would come to the audience and ask the audience like us they would ask us yeah. questions and she would she just kept jumping over everybody trying to get the microphone and, <laughs> and she fell she fell down off the stairs and like everybody laughed like, she, oh, sorry, no no, no no one i was the only one laughing everyone else was shocked and i was like oh my god this is the most like the, the comedians on stage were horrible, but of course she was the funniest one just because she. <laughs> so to me, that was the that was the highlight of the, that uh, that comedy show that time. Yeah, I was in one of those too, but it wasn't that one. I mean, you know, as an audience member, and I don't mm -hmm. remember anything. It was so bad, I put it all out of my mind as soon as I could. <laughs> I don't remember a single act, but I know I was in one. I was thinking, my God, this is terrible. Uh, well, well, that's the same thing. I don't remember. I don't remember what was happening on the stage. I just remember <laughs> the, the, the drunken audience the falling down. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you weren't laughing because she, if she had fallen in the street, you wouldn't have laughed, right? It was just in oh, this no, situation. No, no, no. It was in this situation. Yes, in yeah. this situation, it was just so funny because she she was talking the whole time, yeah. and you could smell you could smell that she was drunk. You could see that she was drunk, and she just wanted to be on camera. 
<laughs> so well, see, it just, that's it just made it that much funnier. Yeah, that is funny because it's a situation of somebody falling. If it happens on the street, you're going to just be concerned. If it happens there, mm -hmm. because of all the elements, that first of all, it's in a comedy show, even though she's an audience mm -hmm. member, and then that she was drunk and she wanted to grab the mic and then she falls, then all those other elements suddenly make a fall funny. Exactly. That's exactly. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Well, well, okay, to get back to the chicken crossing the road. <laughs> Sorry for <calling laughs> And not that and that story totally... wasn't much more interesting, but what, what it asked was, at some point, there was some person at some time in history who was the first to make up and tell that joke. Mm -hmm. Let's imagine, let's go back in time. Why do you think that was funny in the beginning? That, that joke. Because I'm sure at the beginning, some people did laugh about that. I, I think probably because, maybe because of how ridiculous it is. Like... Why would a chicken? Why would I wonder why would it? Why is the chicken crossing the road? Why, you know, it's like it's just it's ridiculous. I think that's yeah, it's probably but it, it's really the unexpected. It's something that's so obvious, but when you tell the joke, people don't see it. In yeah. other words, it should be obvious. Well, to cross the road, but everybody's there. There's another joke, and I won't tell this because it's racially very insensitive. Something my sister told uh, no, me like, no, no, go ahead. We're, like, we're, okay, I, about I, thirty years ago, and my sister usually right. doesn't tell these kind of jokes anyway. And it's not the kind of joke that I would find, but she said, what would you call the Flintstones if they were black? And of course, I was there, let's see, black stones, da, 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 da. And after like a minute, I, said, I don't know what, then she uses the N-word. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> uh? it's like, you know, what do you call the Flintstones in black? And then she uses the N-word in plural. And I burst out laughing because, you know, I don't like, you know, racist jokes. But on the other yeah, hand... Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm telling you this, I know you're a black guy, right? So anyway, but nonetheless, the reason why it was funny was because I was trying to figure out like Flintstones, Blackstones, this, yeah, that, you're, that, you're that. To, like... and at the end, it's something that, you know, any dumb racist Ku Klux Slander would say immediately, <laughs> but I couldn't think of it. <laughs> and, and there are other jokes like that when you tell it and people are trying to figure it out. And, and at the answer is something that is it's so shockingly right direct. It's like, why the chicken crossed the road? It, it's, it's in that category. Well, yeah. just to get to the other side, but nobody says that. They're trying to mm. figure out, well, maybe because uh, it's a special chicken that wants to escape from its cooper. You know, these, mm. these weird, weird things people come up with. And uh, <laughs> and so that's part of it. But of course, when that joke's been told the, the chicken one million times, no, what did I say a billion times, and everybody knows who's going to find it funny. That's true, and and that's that's where that's then where you get you know people uh, revamping it and and turning it into something new, you know why did the chicken cross the road because a, a dog was chasing him or because da 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 because he needed to get to his eggs because he you know then that's yeah, yeah, they add their, their twist they add their twist to it or something like that yeah there was yeah. another chicken on the other side he thought was cute so you know it's just like I don't well, okay, know okay now there are two types of jokes and these are series of we have the serial. Mm -hmm. Joker, right? Okay. The one type, the Polish jokes. I don't know if your generation was into those Polish jokes. You ever hear this uh, dumb, like, Pol yeah, Polak jokes, because you say Polak, which comes from Polako, you know, another language, but then it was mm -hmm. like a derisive term. Uh, and you're like, how many Polaks take to change a light bulb? And you're like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, one yeah. to hold the bulb and three to turn him up, swirl him around. It's really dumb stuff. Even worse are the dead baby jokes. You remember that? Did they, I don't know, maybe. Nah, I, I don't, I don't well, know. I, I guess they died out, like back in the 80s or something, you know, these dead baby jokes are just horrible. 
you know, like about dead babies, but some people found them funny. I like dark humor, but not that type of just stupid, vile, you know. Yeah. But they're all series of jokes, and then people get you know get off on it. Uh, well, the, the the Polak one, I, I've never heard the Polak version, but I, I I do know like there was a revamp of that. Like, how many idiots does it take to screw in a light bulb? They'll change the 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 word. Oh, originally it was Polak, yeah. They simply Polak, Polish people, and you know that the only reason that happened was because the Polish people they have a great history. They had great composers and great writers mm -hmm. and everything, but the ones that went to America were like the really low classes. You know, they ah, couldn't find jobs. And so it's like the Irish when they went, like some of my ancestors, the prejudice against the Irish was ridiculous. Signs like no Irish need apply for a job here. Ah, okay. It was kind, okay. kind of like, you know, in well, with races in other areas or whatever, because the Irish were typically really poor and mm -hmm. they like, like to drink, you know, the Irish gene, as they say. Yeah. And there was more violence because it was a low class atmosphere. So you had like Irish gangs and things. And there was a lot of looking down on the Irish people that some people would lie if their name was, I don't know, McLaughlin. Like my grandmother, for example, her maiden name was McLaughlin. But she said, well, that's that's the Scottish line of McLaughlin. It's not Irish because I can't. and some people might finally say it was probably Irish. But Nana <laughs> didn't want to say that because people look down on the Irish. Mm. And it's that kind of thing. Uh, you know, I always thought that was kind of bad to make fun of entire groups of people. Yeah, <laughs> just think of you basically. It, it, it happens, though. It happens, though, and and I, I think that happens just more because people want to feel good about themselves. So they you're right; they want to elevate themselves. Uh, hillbilly jokes. When I was a kid in Baltimore, I, I had uh, you know a few friends that were from hillbilly family. I mean, really, West Virginia, ten kids mm -hmm. in the family. But hey, they were good kids, and you know, go out with with our black friends and a few white friends play you know baseball, whatever. But all this kind of stuff, uh, that kind of humor just doesn't turn me on. But so now I want to ask you, what mm -hmm. type of humor? Because there are different types, right? The surprising or the unusual or, or dark humor, uh, you know, sarcasm. But what type of humor does it for you? Things that will make you laugh. Um, I, I think it'll probably be easier if I say what doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what doesn't do it for me? Because because you laugh and drink anything. There's like a lot that does it for me. There's a lot that does it for me. But there is some some types of humor that I hate. Like for example, Japanese oh, humor. Am I just guessing here? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh. Uh. So Japanese humor, and I guess we can. I guess we can get into the the bit where we're talking about um, the differences in type of uh, Japanese humor and I guess American humor as well. Yeah. So the parts that I what I hate about Amer what uh humor that i hate uh for american humor yeah. is the same that i hate in japanese humor yeah. which is the loud super loud yelling everything oh. you remember when we were at the when we were at the show and yeah. the the two ladies and was like hamburger spaghetti hamburger it's like <laughs> it's not going anywhere but everyone laughed i I'm know well, you notice the Japanese have a thing with the expression okay. It's like everything, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like because yeah. maybe that's the only English some of them know. And I'm thinking, what's so funny about saying okay? okay. I, I mean, it's just every single, okay, okay. And, and you know, like the hamburger thing. Do you remember Jerry Lewis? I, I, we're different generations, I know. Jerry but you remember Lewis. Jerry Lewis? Uh, the, name, the name sounds... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel so old. Jerry funny. Lewis, he's like the best-known comedian in the 1950s and 60s. Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, 1950s, ah, okay. Yeah, 60s. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The Rat Pack, right? Rat Pack. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And Jerry Lewis, I couldn't stand as a comedian because he was so big mouth. There's always yelling the thing. I just couldn't. St- My sister <laughs> loved him. And many <clears throat> Americans did. I just couldn't stand him. Uh, That's like the, the what's that guy? Uh, is it Sam Kennison? The one guy who yells everything? He, oh, I don't uh, know. That's I don't know him. I, I might that might be the wrong wrong name for the everything guy, after 1976 in America, with only a few exceptions. I don't know. Okay, Jay, Jay Leno. I know. I like Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he's he's old hat now too. He's passed now. We yeah, have, that is true. That's uh, true. but yeah, but these yelling. comedians are. Oh, it's always about loud. But on the other hand, you could have more quiet types. Laurel and Hardy. You've seen them in old films. I yeah, guess. yeah, I, I do. I do know Laurel and Hardy. They never made me laugh. But I, I don't know. Like, uh, I think, yeah, that that kind of that kind of comedy isn't mm-hmm. isn't so fun. It's like subtle, kind of like subtle. And then also, you know, like um, like the Three Stooges. Never uh, now they did laugh. make me laugh. Never, <laughs> never. because I don't know, like. It, it's like trying a little bit too hard. It's kind of, to me, it's kind of on the same sense. Like it's slapsticky, but it's kind of like trying too hard for the laugh. Yes, but because like it's so exaggerated. I mean, okay, I have to say, I grew up with the Three Stooges. As a little mm-hmm. kid, they had them on TV all the time. They used to be like shorts that they put in movie theaters. There's 15 minute shorts they would have before the main feature. That was mm-hmm. really uh, before my time. I was more like 1930s and 40s. But by the, the early 60s, in the afternoon, they'd have three Stooges, maybe two episodes and a half hour or whatever. And so as a little kid, I watched that. And, you know, I thought they were hilarious then. And I can still laugh at them. I see just what you mean. It's really low humor. But for some reason, with the three Stooges, I do find them funny. But others doing the same kind of thing, I don't. But that's just cultural conditioning, most likely, you mm-hmm. know, growing up with a certain type of yeah. type of humor. That- I don't know. I think that type of humor works better in in uh, cartoons because, like, as yeah. if you know, the Three Stooges wouldn't make me laugh, but like Tom and Jerry would make me laugh. Oh so yeah, that's yeah, very similar in a sense. It's yeah. like it's very very similar slapsticky, but it's like yeah. the in in the cartoons they can put more emotions, put more you know, like the the eyes can pop out of the head, whereas in the Three Stooges the eyes can't really pop. Yeah, out when of they their poke head. each other in the eyes in Three Stooges, exactly, exactly. The parents, are, if you have good parents, are wondering, well, we, we hope their kids don't do it to each other, right? You poke <laughs> each other in the eyes, right? Parents have to say, now don't do this in real life, don't do that. just because yeah, Mo does do it to Curly. Does it? Yeah. Uh, now my wife, I made her watch the Three Stooges one. I don't know, ten years ago, she just absolutely, she didn't find them funny whatsoever, and she just hated them. But then if you think about it, what are the three stooges? First of all, they're they're dirty, they're low class, their language isn't good, they're not educated, they're totally impolite, everything the Japanese don't want to be. So it's like the, the nightmare of Japanese would be the three stooges. You know what I mean? And also they're but also they're unconventional, very resourceful if necessary. They're individuals and Japanese don't want to be that either. And I thought that was so interesting. She couldn't relate whatsoever at any level, which I understand. They're like anti-Japanese, totally, the Three Stooges and everything. And Think so, about so, it. Yeah, so so comedy is, comedy has to have a certain type of uh, re- relation or, you know, relatability, re- relatability to it for you to maybe understand it plus to be funny, yes. I think. Yes, it, it huh. would seem so, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you know any jokes that you would like to – just thought of that. Tell, tell me a joke or tell us a joke, I should say, that uh, that you think is funny, some joke you heard. Uh, 
or aren't you into the I, jokes? I, I the Japanese aren't into jokes, you know. They probably don't have jokes here, from what I've heard. Nah, I don't. I don't have any jokes uh, oh. that I that I that I like to tell or anything like that. Oh, you mean you but only I, you, I, you only know the dirty kind that you wouldn't tell? And is that what? No, you're no, no, no. It, it's here? just it's just when, for for me. I I don't I don't really tell jokes. Like like one thing one thing my family does. We we our our family is big on humor. So like we would we would roast as they say we were roast or check or uh uh was uh snaps you know we would talk about each other and uh it's it's less jokey and more more just like you're this you're that you're that you're that so i don't really have any oh that's kind of that's kind of funny but like you know like my sister and and i did that too we had yeah you you used to do that used to do that until she said too much and i'd punch her in the arm oh okay (laughs) (laughs) well like i was a little kid what can you do you know (laughs) <laughs> I, I got my wife into doing that. So like we would do we would do that now. Like if I just say like, oh, you're blah, 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 blah. And then she'll come back with something about me or something about my culture or something about you're this, you're that. And, you know, it. Oh, we I do don't that too. I never thought of that. But actually we do. Racially, yeah. if that's bad, because, like, you know, because we we go on race, we go on the way we look, we go on the well, way. Well, they'll be a good position girl, there because you're, you're black and she's Chinese and they're, you know, exactly. jokes are both of us. <laughs> and if you have a Japanese audience, they probably love it because you're not insulting them. You're insulting people from insulting other places, <laughs> other, other places. So I don't really have any jokes per se that I like, but yeah. it, I, I will say that I I'm I'm OK with uh with race jokes. I'm OK with uh you know any jokes about uh ageism or any jokes about dark humor any jokes about anything as long as it's not loud i'm okay with yeah for me it would be as long as it's funny because i said before i'm not into race jokes which are like national nationalistic jokes i'm not but Mm -hmm. if it's funny then i can accept it simply because it's clever and funny yeah so i really should say that but so but before a joke makes me laugh so many don't Mm. And so, so I'm what, wary. Do you have any jokes that you wanna? That you as wanna a matter say? of fact, I okay, it, okay. People, now I, we're gonna I do. I don't. I don't. I don't have any jokes. I, okay, I, now here's one for you, and we're gonna see how Brandon reacts to this, people, and you can think how you react. Okay. One fine evening, the father was sitting there reading a newspaper, and his little son in the first grade comes to his daddy. Can you help me with my homework? Father says, "Sure, sure, son. What is it?" Well, I I don't get this. Uh, what's the difference between in theory and in reality and the father said well you're only six years old explain well that's a tough one uh okay uh, i do this son go to your mother and ask her if she would go to bed with a strange man for five hundred thousand dollars and the kid says huh so just go ask her that so the little kid goes in the kitchen Mommy, would you go to bed with a stranger for five hundred thousand dollars? And most you little brat, how dare you ask me that? But five hundred thousand? Okay, yeah, I would. So he goes back to father. She said she would. Fine. Go to your big sister now. Her name was Sally, sixteen years old, very curvaceous and popular with the boys. And he goes to her and says, Sis, would you sleep with a strange man for five hundred thousand dollars? Five hundred thousand dollars? I could buy a house and a car. Yeah, sure I would. And he goes back and tells the father, yes, Sally said she would sleep with a strange man for $500,000. And father said, okay, son, come on, sit in, my, sit in my lap and I'll explain it to you. You see, now, in theory, we have in this household $1 million. Ooh, says the kid. And in reality, 
in reality, we have a couple of horrors. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this one before. <laughs> yeah, I probably told you sometime. <laughs> That's a Spanish it, it, joke. Different, a set, a Spanish. different setup, but yes, yes, yes. I definitely heard this one. It, it always makes me laugh. I, I love that joke. <laughs> no, I told this. I heard it in Spain. I think it's a typical Spanish joke. It's a, a okay, macho yeah. element, everything. The funny thing about it is, if I told this at a party, all the guys would laugh. The girls would pretend to laugh, but they look at me. The funny thing was, as you're telling the joke, and this is where I find the most humor, as you're telling this joke and saying, yes, sister, would you sleep with a man for 5000 in the faces of almost every woman there, they're thinking, yes, of course I would. <laughs> because 500 that's a half million dollars. And you can see in their faces that, you, they, that most of them would. But then at the end, we say a couple of horrors, then of course they're offended, but they can't, offended, say, yep. they can't say why they're offended because they would do the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Of course, I told that to some group in the acting community where we were behind the scenes, you know, waiting for the next scene to be shot. And there's mm -hmm. some French guy there, I forget his name, he's about 40, whatever. And he said, hey, for 500,000, I'd sleep with a strange man and I'm not gay. <laughs> so, and, and I bet that made the joke even funnier. <laughs> and that made it even funnier for some. Others just look like, oh, you sleazebag. <laughs> <Can> you <say? laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, definitely, I definitely heard that joke before. Uh, it's a it's a good joke. It's a it's a really, really funny joke. Really, yeah, it's really not it's not what you expect. And uh, and yeah yeah it's uh but there's some that aren't as obvious i'm gonna tell another one here and this one mm -hmm. really made me laugh but this is one where some people you tell it 40 people they don't get it first i i think you will once upon a time there was a farmer and the farmer had a chicken coop and he had 25 chickens he only had one rooster it was some really old mangy looking rooster but he was happy the rooster because he had 25 chicks well chickens right but then one faithful day, the farmer buys a new rooster. And this one was young and virile, and the chickens were delighted, but the old rooster didn't like it. So they'd argue a lot, the two roosters, right? And one time the old rooster said, okay, man, we have to settle this. Let's step outside. And, so on. The, old, and the young rooster says, okay, let's go fight. And the old one said, oh, I don't mean fight. I'm twice your age and I have back problems and everything. I thought we'd do the following. Let's have a race around the whole farm. And whoever loses has to agree they'll wander off into the forest and just die there and, you know, leave the field with the chicken, you know, leave the chicken coop to the other one. And the young one says, OK, old man, let's go out there and race. So they go outside and they're on the starting line for this for this race. And the old rooster says, oh, my back hurts again. Hey, I'm so much older than you. Can you give me a head start? Maybe just, hey, 15 feet because the farm's big. I mean, that's nothing. The old rooster said, you know, I'll give you 30 feet head start. And so the, the old rooster says, fine, oh, thank you very much. And so he steps forward 30 feet and the race starts. But of course, the inevitable happens. The young rooster's catching up, catching up, and then bang, a shot goes off. And the young rooster falls dead. And the farmer, lowering his shotgun, says, damn, that was the fourth gay rooster in one month. Four, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was the fourth gay rooster I've bought in, in one month. Huh. Tick, 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 tick. I don't get, tick, I, I, I don't tick. get it. I A lot of people. Well, okay, you have to imagine the scenario. What does the farmer see? 
the farmer sees his young wizard running okay, after them. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Now I get okay. it. Now I get it. Well, I now first I read it. that in the book. This is a French joke. It's French humor. That's you have okay, to think around the corner to get it. You see what I mean? I understand why people don't yeah, get yeah, yeah. it at first. Because I was imagining it, and then I'm like, huh. I guess I wasn't imagining it right, but they weren't imagining it from the farmer's it. perspective. Maybe exactly, from the old roosters exactly. or the young roosters, but not from the farmer's was, perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was. Only, I only had the two chickens there. I only had. The two I know. I, I yeah. I know. When I first read it, you know, I, I first I had to think for a few seconds. Too, oh, oh, yeah. Now I get it. The funny thing is, I told that joke to a young lady who was teaching English in Spain, and she's working on a doctorate in advanced mathematics. Okay. Right? And as soon as I said. And she had never heard the joke. This is not a known joke in Spain. It comes from some book of French jokes that's a lot older. When I got to the point, bang, a shot was fired. And she immediately said, oh, yeah, the farmer shot the young rooster, thought he was queer. I said, what? Oh, You've heard this what? joke? She said, no, but it's perfectly logical because of <laughs> obviously if he's running after the other one. I said, boy, wow. you are intelligent, lady. You're really intelligent. She's like... But just as a mathematician, she put the pieces together immediately and said, well, yes, of course, there was a shot fired. The farmer saw that and knew that it must be a gay rooster, I believe. <laughs> and I burst out laughing at that. Boy, this is one intelligent young woman. Very good. <laughs> yeah, that took me a while to, <laughs> to put those pieces together. Okay, well, then we have to give you another test to see if you get, uh, get this one. Okay. Uh, do you like koalas? Yeah, they're all right. You shouldn't say that because, you know, there's only one full-length novel about koalas in the world. It's in five volumes. Did you know that? There's like a fantasy series of, of, of novels about koalas. It's really entertaining, too. It's in five volumes. It's called Koala Land. You didn't know that or what? No, nah, I didn't know that. Oh, and you know who wrote it? Who? I did. <laughs> yes, it's on Amazon. Koala Land or the Great Koala Novel, and I'm not fooling you. Look it up, Koala Land. People in the audience there, look up in Amazon Koala Land or the Great Koala Novel in five volumes. I wrote it about 15 years ago. Yes, so I had to put in the plug. That's that's the commercial segment here. I wasn't planning to do that, but anyway, mm -hmm. I want to say I do like koalas. Uh, that's a backstory that I won't get into now. But here, a koala goes into a bar. It's kind of like in the red light district. It's not the best place, but the koala goes in and and he's there trying to think about what he should drink, right? And then some scantily clad young woman comes up to him and says, hey, little fellow, you want to have some fun? And the koala can't talk, but he shakes his head yes, says, come with me up to my room. Uh, any of you listeners out there, if your young children are listening, maybe you want to skip over this part <laughs> okay it's not really that bad but anyway so the koala goes up to a room with her and she gets naked and gets down the bed and the koala immediately pounces and goes down on her i'll put it in a polite way right mm -hmm. and then he gets up and starts walking away to leave the room and the girl says wait a minute little fellow i think you forgot something koala turns around and Shrugs his shoulders, but nobody could have forgotten. Said, uh, money. And the koala shrugs his shoulders, going, huh, huh, money, what's this? Koala doesn't understand. Said, yep, money, you have to pay me. And the koala shrugs his shoulders, just doesn't get it. And the girl says, oh, wait a minute. And she just happens to see a dictionary on the table there. <laughs> As if there's a dictionary there. It's a joke. 
and said, oh, come over here. And she looks up a prostitute and points it out. And the koala reads. He can't talk, but he can read because it's a joke. <laughs> so the koala reads, prostitute, uh, uh, a girl or woman who sells sexual favors for money. And then the koala takes a dictionary and he leaves through the pages to K, K, O, K, O, A. Uh, there he found it. And he hands the girl, hands, hands the book back to the girl and points to that. And she reads koala, an Australian marsupial about two feet high that eats bushes and leaves. I get it. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> I definitely get it. Oh, you do get it, but you don't think it's funny. I oh, is it? Okay, so I just didn't think it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people don't get that one. Say, huh? Each push. Okay, so and then they say, oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I it, it wasn't. That. <laughs> I, I, I guess because I, I already kind of had it in my head, like, okay, that's what it's gonna go to. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're like, so that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's a good one, though. It's a good one. It's a good one. But it's, yeah, I, I kinda, you don't have I, to I patronize me here. It could be a dumb joke. I thought it was kind of funny on the cute. Okay, it's it's category dirty joke, you know. But no, but, no, it's anyway. it's fine. I don't I don't yeah. mind dirty jokes. I don't see once again jokes. in Spain, people told you you wouldn't believe the level of uh, obscenity you have in Spain. People think it's bad in America. Oh my God, in Spain. Uh, the worst and this I found very funny. This is not a joke. This is true. I'm I'm walking, taking a walk through Granada, Spain. This is when I first got there. I didn't know the Spanish culture too much. Mm-hmm. I was just visiting. It's back in 1984 or something. And I walked past the church, a Catholic church. The service was letting out. The peace, the priest was standing at the doorway saying goodbye to the people. And if, mostly old people, of course, in church. And a lot of old ladies, typical, you'll find in a church. And one old lady had been telling some story to another old lady. And and the other was surprised at what she told. And she said, on the steps of church next to the priest, she said, Joder, which means the F word in, <laughs> in English. <laughs> she says, Joder. And I thought, how many churches do you have to visit in America? Before we'd see two little old ladies leaving church next, they were right next to the priest. And one of them says, F, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> you, know, you wouldn't find any church like that. And yet in Spain, it's, it's people just talk like that. It's just, oh. I, was, I was blown away by that. But yeah, that gets into the, yeah, I found that very funny. As a matter of fact, shocking and funny. Yeah, yeah, because you, because you, it's, it's, it's different from what you're used to. That's yes. That's but I talk to Spanish you're... people and they say, well, so what? You know, why shouldn't you say it? it's just a different yeah, culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so having fallen flat with with, uh, with at least two out of no, three no, no, of my no, jokes no, no. here, <laughs> I'm going to get out of the joke worry. business, stick to music and you know astrology and and podcasts because I can see I'm I'm not ever be a professional comedian. Did you ever consider becoming a professional comedian, Brandon? Who me? No, I I don't think I don't think I'm I'm funny enough. <laughs> I really don't think. We well, always get enough. me laughing, but so well, we do. We, you know, these jokes. I'm not. I'm not the type to uh, have a whole bunch of jokes. I have these three, and I test them on people because I want to see how people react to them. But I'm more, and I think you're like this too. You look for humor in any situation you're in. Yeah, I was. So you say, can't I, plan I, it. I like to analyze, analyze things, and yeah, and then, and then sometimes the analysis leads to humor because mm-hmm. I think one thing about humor is that. Uh, People that are naturally funny are people that can see something from many different angles. Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And we have and, that often. Uh, people like Bill Maher, that my wife can't stand because yeah, of his Bill political Maher. views. 
Uh, I don't like some of his political views, but uh, I think I'd probably get along well with him. My wife mm -hmm. said, how could you possibly get along with him because he's irreverent and this and that? But I, I just kind of sense I would. But uh, yeah, he's the type to see humor in just about anything. And so he's a natural comedian. Mm -hmm. Conan yeah, O'Brien. He made that, uh, he made that movie all about uh, atheists, uh, didn't he? I don't know. I, a movie? I Bill Maher about it atheists? Was like a it was like a comedy movie about atheists or something. Because he's an atheist himself, so he wouldn't. Sorry. It was a documentary, not a, not a well, movie. Oh, a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a documentary about uh, atheism. And um, also people like Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he made a movie. Sorry, I'm I'm getting into the atheist thing, but he made. Oh, go right ahead. I don't I don't mind such excursions <laughs> he made a movie at all. About, um, it was about uh, was it the invention of lying, a comedy yeah. movie about the invention of lying. Yeah. So he, uh, his mom was about to die. Yeah. So then he, uh, he basically was the first person to lie. So he told her that there's this great place when you die. Uh, that you can go to and you'll see all your loved ones and that uh, <laughs> and well you know out there your your grandmother will be there and you'll get whatever you want when you get there so don't worry you know, you, die <laughs> you know that is funny and i'm saying this as a non-atheist but it is funny it's funny that's right? how it's, objective it's i am it is funny and that gets in the churches the church have made up so many different lies however and this we have to talk about another time. There's so much evidence for life after death and for precisely that, that the spiritual is 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 the, the root of the physical. So I, I really I'm not religious in the sense of going to church, but I I've become totally convinced based on evidence of of the truth of the spiritual world. But still, that is funny because it just is. Another, you know, other things related to death, and this gets a little in the dark humor side. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but, but you think about it. Imagine somebody in your family, and I noticed this irony when my own mother had cancer, which was the least funny time in all my life. That's when I really sometimes I just didn't have any sense of humor, and that's saying a lot for me. That's how devastated I was. But I noticed how strange it was when the person, the sick person, still alive. You think we're gonna do any anything we can to save the person. We'll try this. We'll try this. We'll save the person. But when they're dead, then they say, well, it was meant to be, and God wanted to take the person. I thought, well, if that's their attitude, that you know, you die when it's meant to be, then why should we even try to cure anybody? Try to cure him, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's, <laughs> it's like, if that's your real attitude, that, well, okay, it's meant to be, well, then somebody gets sick, they have cancer, tuberculosis, what, well, if God wants them, he'll take them. If he doesn't, he won't. So why do we have to worry? But no, yeah. at first, they're all, well, let's do this. Let's, and then afterwards, well, it was meant to be. And I, I was thinking, this is strange. Because my attitude, I'm a fighter by nature. And so my attitude is do as much as you can to save the person. Uh, maybe maybe something is meant to be. But that's really just a, a comfort you give afterwards when, when you can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. And I'm always aware, well, maybe it is meant to be. But in, since I can't know that, I'm going to do everything I can to try to for example, save the person or whatever. But we do so many things as humans that are just funny to an to an outside observer, I, I might say. Assuming, if, for example, if we were aliens, we'd say, well, that's a funny practice the humans have. <laughs> and so much humor is there that people don't recognize because they're living within the humor and it seems natural. It doesn't even seem funny to them. Mm -hmm. And yet it is. If you think, for example, in the area of uh, romance, you see young people and the older you get the more you realize that two young people fall in love and uh i remember also my first trip to granada in 1984 i had a lot of time it was vacation then so i would just sit there on a bench and watch the people going by spanish people 
And I noticed one thing, it was a, a city with a lot of students, like 30,000 students, but then a lot of other population. And I noticed one thing, you might see one couple go by and they're not just arm in arm, they're like embracing each other, stopping once in a while to kiss and they walk on. Then you see another couple walk by and they're a few years older and they're walking maybe arm in arm. Then another couple, and they're a few years older, they're walking hand in hand. Then another couple, and they're walking there, but they're not holding hands. Then another couple, they already have a baby. The mother's pushing the, 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 the toddler in there and maybe yelling at it, oh, don't do this, don't do that. And then the father's there looking at other girls passing. <laughs> it just seemed to me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, and, and I'm thinking, this is going on in all of history. And yet when people first get there, they go, oh, this is the person for me. I'll never look at another person and everything's going to be so rosy and so nice. But then, of course, as you live, <laughs> you know, what I mean, and, you know, I'm happily married. On the one hand, I wouldn't want to be with anybody except with my wife. But on the other hand, you think people fall into the same trap again and again and again and again. You know what well, I mean? That, that kind of reminds me of that meme. I don't know if you've seen the meme where it's like the guy, the guy and the girl are walking and then mm -hmm. it. It's like a picture, and uh, and then it's a girl behind, and he he's like looking back at the girl, and then his his girlfriend is looking at him angrily or something like that. That's what it reminds me of. It. I don't know if you've seen that meme. No, it's I like haven't, a... but that's that goes on all the time, and it's also natural because that's the way men are programmed, and that's the way women are programmed, and yet still, you know. So I find things like that funny because. And every generation, people think that, oh, oh, look at this, the world, and we're going to solve our problems, we're going to do this, we're going to, but they don't realize they fall in the same traps that every other generation fell into. And until they're older, they don't realize it. It's like, it's like, um, it's like, it's like one thing, one thing my mom always said, it's like, um, it's like life is, life is like a game. It's the, it's the same game, just different players, basically. Same My game, God, your mother players. was a wise woman. <laughs> same game, <laughs> that explains you. Players. <laughs> so, so that, that's yeah, truly it's... wise I, I must say my, my mother was intelligent but she wasn't like that i'll put it this way she was very mm. very artistic and very very feminine everything but she wasn't your mother seems like type was above the my father was like that kind of above the things you know, he could look down yeah, from yeah, above yeah. and see things uh, that's that's really good and it is like that it's the same game but different players mm -hmm. and uh yeah, that explains you, I think. She well, she she said you. it like it was, you know. She didn't sugarcoat things, and and that, that's how I am, you know. I I try and yeah. be as as honest as possible. Try and be, you know, as um, yeah. you know, as uh, give one hundred percent about everything. So yeah, that's so you're a really good mother. And your mother said that. Your father said, "Hey, just shut up. And make my dinner here." I went. <laughs> no, no, I didn't witness such things. My I. My parents never argued. I mean, they seriously never argued and they respected each other. But, you know, some families, hey, just shut up. Get, forget that philosophy. I want my steak and potatoes are on the table. <laughs> Woman, bring... yeah, what are you doing over there? Get over here. <laughs> yeah, get over... <laughs> well, yeah, gets... like, Go ahead. In, in, my, in my family, like, because uh, I, I didn't live with my dad. So, you know, there was no argument, arguments there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, of course, we argued, you know. My mom and I, my, my sister and I, my brother and I, we would all argue and yeah. and, and stuff like that. So it's, um, so yeah, that's one thing like that. But yeah, we we were, I think my mom, she was just trying to gear us up for the world, you know, because a lot of a lot of things you don't learn, you know, unless you you go through things. So she was just like, okay, here's a little bit of knowledge, and 
go with it. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Here's yeah, a little yeah. bit and go. <laughs> well, yeah, for parents, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I see how difficult it is because they want the best for their children. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, but they know the children are going to fall in the same traps that they did or that exactly. others did, and maybe even worse traps. And they want to help them, but they also know young people are always right. The young 16-year-old, mm. he knows that he he's right and what he wants, and his parents are wrong. Uh, I never really thought just like that. I wanted to get what I wanted, but mm. I always thought, well, unfortunately, my parents probably know more about this because they've been around longer. But most young people think, I'm right, and what, what do old people know, like my parents? I could never quite get that attitude. It's kind of dumb, but every generation makes that same mistake. Of course, of course. We yeah. know best. Oh, we yeah. know best. <laughs> we know best. Uh, my friends know best. Yeah, my, my right. My friends that are you know hooking me on drugs age, and yeah. doing and and you know exactly. shop going shoplifting with me and stuff like that. They all know best, and you know, they and gangs and all that right. kind of stuff. They they know best. It's, uh, it's it's good. I have my sense of humor, or otherwise I become a total misanthrope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just I just would <laughs> would despise people. But you can always laugh at them and, and laugh at yourself. Okay, let me ask you this, Brandon. Yeah. Of the times that you laugh during the day, let's say on an average day there are, I don't know, 742 because you're you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you would probably laugh a lot during the course of the day. But what percentage of times are you laughing about yourself? Um... I'll bet nobody ever asks you that, have they? Maybe. I never okay. asked anybody that. I... <laughs> I don't, I don't know why, but kind of by nature, I'm kind of clumsy a little yeah. bit. So you'll, you'll find me like tripping upstairs, yeah. not tripping downstairs, but tripping upstairs yeah. or like, uh, you like know, Joe Biden, something like that. That's yeah, a Joe Biden exactly. joke. <laughs> exactly. I, I, me, me and him are, we're, we're like twins when it comes to that, those types <laughs> of things. <laughs> but, but like, you know, I, I like to walk, I like to walk around. So, um, walk around my neighborhood a lot. I, I usually do maybe, uh, maybe like one or two hours sometimes and I'll, I'll trip out of nowhere and then that will make me laugh <laughs> so, and i'm laughing at myself uh of course not worrying about uh, other people if they're laughing or whatever but that yeah. that kind of makes me laugh there uh maybe that's that's probably the only time when i laugh at myself other than that not really laughing at myself <laughs> yeah, well, I, I take it a step further. You know, I go running every two days for decades. And a few mm -hmm. times I've fallen. And, you know, taking some serious falls just because oh, it happens. That, yeah, you know, I've fallen before, too. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> when I happen. fall, my first reaction is to laugh. Mm -hmm. Like a few years ago, I fell. And I even had a little part of my skull a bit cracked that healed the operation or whatever. Really? And I was all bashed up. And my first reaction was to laugh. Like, oh, I'm so stupid. How can I fall? <laughs> 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 and... uh yeah, or just thinking during the day, maybe I think of something and think, oh, that's so ridiculous. How could I think that? I, I spend time to laugh at myself. I think that's uh, important if it's appropriate. Yeah. You know, but I, and, I think we I think it's like a it's like one of those things we do just so it so it like takes away the embarrassment, you know, in a way. Yeah, I think you would suggest something earlier. I don't know whether recording already or not, but when somebody falls and people then just laugh when they fall. You know, I think if somebody falls in the street, uh, my, yeah. I immediately am concerned. But some people laugh, but it's in it like an instinctive thing. It's like a tick. Yeah, word. it's like a tick. A yeah. tick. Yes, you said yes. Uh, that's interesting. Explain that. Like, um, it, it, it's the same. It's the same thing where it's like when we fall, we we immediately put our hands down. You know. Yes. It, it, I I think I think when people fall, it's 
I don't I don't know why people do it, but I just feel I just feel like it's it, I don't it's hard to explain <laughs> it's really hard to explain because a few months ago i, I was I speculating just for myself about that and you know what i think it could be related to evolutionarily everybody seems to be programmed to want to come out ahead it's some animalistic com ah. competitive thing and if you think about it in in a tribe or whatever the person who falls they're at a disadvantage which puts you at a higher position they're the fools and you're stronger than they are. And so it might be connected to that, that everybody has this urge, or at least a great majority of people, to be better than others. And if somebody does something dumb like falling, you're better than they are. And so evolutionarily you react, ha, 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 you know, I'm better. Could it be related to that somehow? And so people these days, even though they're more compassionate than people were 100,000 years ago, they still have this instinctive thing of reacting like that, even though later they might say, why did I laugh? That was terrible, but that's my theory, at least. I try to explain a lot of things evolutionarily. So you think it's in, it's in the same sense of uh, when people make fun of someone else who who isn't, you know, who looks different or who... Yes, who, I think it is. It's in the same, it's in the same, the same kind of, uh, the same realm, I guess. Uh, yes, I guess, it, it, exactly. I it's trying to make yourself feel superior by superior. somehow... Mm -hmm putting others down or somehow having this schadenfreude, this what they call it, malicious glee, when mm -hmm. somebody else has something bad. You know, I've, I, I was young, I had a dose of that as well. Everybody in my neighborhood yeah, did, every, you know, every, ha, 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 you know? <laughs> it's always, you know, because, but that's related to fear again, too, you know, fear that you might be left behind or that you're not up to running with the herd. Mm -hmm. uh, so I put it behind me then over the course of the years, uh, and then you look back and oh, that's kind of dumb. Uh, but, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of things. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, and a lot of things we have uh, are just connected to you know the evolution of mankind and the really primitive thing. Look at the area of you know romance, or I should say, sex. Really, you know, chasing after women or whatever, and, and look back years later, think, boy, I'd waste a lot of time with that stuff. Mm. <laughs> but it just we're wired like that. Yeah, that is true. That's totally true. It's very funny. It's funny that, that animals don't seem to laugh, except the laughing hyena, but I don't know if they're really laughing. If that's real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like to think they are, but but then they, they laugh. Right. After they bite off your leg, then they start laughing. Yeah, so. yeah and then they start laughing. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being fed right now. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, right. and, and you can't walk anymore, so I bite off the other leg in, in 10 minutes. So, you know, uh, ooh, hyenas, I really don't like them. But <laughs> so, so I, I have a question for you. So, yeah. so um, I, I don't think I don't think I've at, I don't think we actually talked about this yet. So, who are some comedians that you like? Oh, well, okay, my number one. Okay, I'll give you a couple, and okay. they're quite different. One American comedian that still makes me laugh, though I heard practically all his jokes. He had a repertoire of about 188 jokes. Rodney Dangerfield. Yep, we talked and we talked about uh, him at the at the. Uh, oh yes, uh, we did. Comedy thingy. What fascinates <laughs> me about him is that I mean, okay, he was a naturally funny guy, but when he did his acts, they were always the same jokes. That is, he mm -hmm. had a repertoire of 188. He would pick a selection. For, for tonight, I'll do jokes, you know, number one, twenty-two, thirty-eight, whatever, I guess, you know, and put it together. Okay, but whenever you saw one of his acts. You, you say, oh, I heard this before, but you would still laugh because his delivery was perfect. Mm -hmm. 
His delivery was perfect. That's a case where you know even what to expect. You know what the punchline is. But you still find it funny when he does it. That's true mastery. And if he did a new one, it was even funnier. Like people like Jay Leonard would say he's the total master, you know, Rodney Dangerfield, of how to deliver a joke. He's comparable to a musician, say a great pianist, for example, who plays maybe largely same works, but he plays them to perfection. Mm. But that's not the type of comedian that's just totally spontaneous. Now, he could be spontaneous in interviews, but there's some comedians that do more of the spontaneous sort of humor. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody who makes me laugh even more and really considerably more is Benny Hill. Benny Hill, okay. Benny Hill was a genius. I mean, he would write music. He would write the lyrics to the songs. He could imitate so many different accents perfectly, whether it's French or German. He spoke a bunch of languages, I think, and, and this or that. And his humor was just so... Now, of course, it wasn't politically correct because of the sexism and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. actually, he wasn't like that in real life. Like the girls that worked for him, they all just totally worshipped him because he was such a nice person. And mm. uh, his humor is just, I think, so clever and so witty sometimes, sometimes slapstick, but just the looks on his face, a total master of humor. And I'd say he's my favorite. Among others, I don't know... Uh, I like Jay Leno in his the skits he would do, or Johnny Carson. He was so low key, but he'd be very funny. I yeah. Conan O'Brien could be good, but then he would be overly silly sometimes, and then the humor just stops. And yeah. once like Jimmy Kimmel and people like that think, oh my God, how how low society has sunk. Because well, because those guys, I think like because uh, they do they do like the late night show. I think their comedy is kind of borrowed from like. You, you know, like Saturday Night Live or like Mad TV. And I Saturday Night Live, I, with exceptions, oh. I don't think that was so funny, to tell you the truth. Same, same, same here, yeah. same here, same here. It, it wasn't always, it, it was just kind of hit or miss sometimes. Right, yeah. Sometimes you look at it and say, oh, there's a real fun. I look at it and say, well, this is just so dumb. But I think that has to do with uh, a dumbing down of the public in general. True. Because humor True. suffers there too, I believe. And mm -hmm. uh, when we have a society, I mean, <laughs> these days it's worse than ever and better than ever. I was just saying to my wife a while ago, this is really the total, total paradise for entertainment. When I think when I was a little kid, and you wouldn't remember that because I'm so much older than you are. <laughs> for example, I used to like watch Westerns. And you know, in 1959, I was like four years old, they had every week 29 westerns on tv you know prime time 29 is like four every evening the oh, problem yeah. was i might have liked two and they were on the same time there were no video recorders you watch yeah. one or you watch the others and you might think okay you watched all of the, you know half the year watch one and then the repeat season you know you watch the others mm -hmm. but no they would have like 39 episodes so they couldn't repeat them all so you just missed a lot of episodes of the other one these yeah. days you can watch anything you want and even the shows from back in 1960 and all these movies and this and that and it's just totally incredible on the other hand we're spoiled and on the other hand it's going so much in the direction of just pleasing the masses and put stuff out there and and society isn't really becoming more refined. It's it becoming more expansive and more of this and more international connections, but it's not getting deeper. You know, it's getting more superficial. Yeah, and then it, everybody's, it's becoming lazy. Everybody's becoming lazy. Oh, that's a good point. Like, um, like now, I, I, I know you don't follow it. I, I, I rarely follow it, uh, like uh, TikTok and like, um, you know, like the social media stuff. Yeah. At, at one point, there was a there was a trend. I, 
it might still be a trend now where people would do pranks. Like they'll go and, uh, you know, you, you know, prank shows, they'll have like prank shows. Yeah. They'll go and prank uh, someone and, and you know, um, they'll, they'll say something, your, your, your mom's in the hospital and da, 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 and you, you need to go now. And it's that's oh, horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm just, that's the first thing that popped in my head. But now, like that was like, you know, before, right? But now uh, they have pranks where, you're you're uh basically being annoying to people you'll go like you'll have someone going in someone's house and and then like saying oh sorry it was just a prank or going to like walmart and and like destroying like bringing your tv into walmart and destroying your own tv and seeing if you can get views and laughs and say yeah. oh it was just a prank it's my tv it's not walmart's tv yeah. to me that's like the scum that's like the bottom of the barrel yeah. type of thing. it's not funny at all uh so i don't like prank the pranks of today <laughs> i hate yeah the pranks of today uh but prank prank shows that you know way back when were 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 better well, yeah, well you wouldn't remember candid camera maybe it's on youtube i, or I do know well, we we had a, we had our own kind of candy camera. Yeah. <laughs> i do know of it but i don't know when it first came out but yeah i, I do remember those type of those types of yeah things. that was clever and it wasn't like oh we've just got we just learned your mother just you know i don't know had an accident <laughs> she lost her leg she's in the hospital i want to punch him in the face and say, oh it was just a joke <laughs> i mean really you know what i mean that was how the first you, thing that popped in my head so <laughs> how could you joke about such a thing that's not funny in any way shape or form it's 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 fighting words really i mean you just want to punch them for doing something and some but, people but would the thing, the thing is the thing is about that though it's like to me, I would laugh at it. I would be like, "You don't even. I don't know you. So why would? Why How would, would you know, know that? So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> and that's the. That, I guess that's the. That's the the what, what the things I find funny. Like, I would find that funny because it's more like I don't even know you. How would you know my mom? How would you know to come up to me? Well, see, this is why the concealed carry laws that you allow you to carry. Gun, <laughs> this is why these are good, because if somebody then does that to you. Oh, oh, I just learned your mother. And you're thinking, who is this person? Then you pull out your gun, you point it at their throat, like pointing up towards their brain. And you say, if mm -hmm. you're telling me the truth, I'm going to thank you for giving me this information. If you're lying, I'm going to come back. And next I'm time, gonna... I'm going to pull the trigger. <laughs> See, that's why it's good to have a gun there, just to, to kind of keep people in line and, and you know, to, 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 oh, to mod modify somehow their sense mm -hmm. of humor. So it's mm -hmm. toned down just a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, it's good we do a, this episode on humor because the way you and I are, if we did something on something direly serious, I mean, we got mm -hmm. once again into the the many millions dying of these COVID shots, more evidence coming out daily. We'd probably be laughing about that too, just because we have such a sense. Yeah. Of, <laughs> even though, believe well, me, I could I could cry about that. But I mean, when you get two people together, they're just into humor. You find some humor in anything. Find, you find something, yes. Yeah, if only as a coping mechanism, which for me it mm -hmm. is in such areas. Definitely, because, because uh, some you know, if you lose your sense of humor, well, first of all, you have to have it to lose it, obviously. But you're in big trouble then, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know. Uh, Look at people who have mental problems. One thing that often happens, they lose their sense of humor. They take things so serious. And well, obviously people with depression, right? Yeah. Zero sense of humor. Once you lose that sense of humor, uh, you're in big trouble. But now my question to you would be, do you think it's possible 
to actually grow a sense of humor. You've known people, I'm sure, that really didn't have much of a sense of humor. Do you think that if they, for example, if you don't have much muscle, will you do more push-ups and sit-ups, whatever, right? And you can become mm -hmm. stronger. If you can't speak in public, well, you can do exercises to, to practice that, overcome your timidity or to speak more clearly or whatever. Do you think if somebody has very little sense of humor, they can develop a sense of humor through practice and, and doing the right things or thinking the right things? Mm. That kind of sounds weird to me. I feel like everyone has a sense of humor there. I just think it depends on like maybe it's something specific that they that's funny to them or that that will make them laugh or make you know their jokes are probably very very specific. You know. Yeah, uh, it's funny it's, you it's say like that. A, it's like a uh, you know how they say like uh, everybody's fingerprints have their own it's their yes, own little yes. thing. I, I feel like for comedy or for what people find in humor is the exact same way. It's like it's specific to that person, you know? It's funny you answer like that because you say it's kind of weird. I, I never asked anybody. That. I never thought about that to just ask you, but you know, about mm -hmm. growing a sense of humor. But that was also my instinctive reaction as I was asking the question. That's kind of weird. It seems to me that the people I've known with little sense of humor, there's no way they could develop that really. It's kind of like – a Musical talent, you can learn to play an instrument even if you're relatively untalented, but to really just grow musical talent, it's uh, it's kind of like you have it or you don't in a way. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That's Unless maybe you're talking about a four-year-old with no humor, maybe you could teach it. But, but, but even, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah. even then, I kind of doubt it because like in first grade, if you remember, I don't in general, but some kids have a natural sense of humor. I was one of them, but mm -hmm. uh, others just don't. And they're more serious, and some of them can be very successful. I remember there's a guy in our high school. He never really laughed too much, but he went on to become a very successful surgeon, I believe, and really intelligent guy. But well, others were intelligent, and they had a sense of humor. They became lawyers normally. <laughs> I can't be the lawyers. But <laughs> well, also, I, I also, I think I think it depends on I think it depends on who you're around, right? Like I think those type of people can read the room a little bit more. So it's like okay. I'm at school. I don't want to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think, I think those type of people that can develop, they develop, uh, like the sense of like, well, uh, I'm at school. I'm here to work. I'm here to do this. So I do that when I go home, then I can laugh. I can have fun. I can do that. Yeah. I, I know people who are like that as well. Uh, it, like, compartmentalize so that's strange yeah, yeah. for me though that's that's strange i never thought about that. that's really weird somehow i can't imagine well i'm here so i'm not gonna feel any humor that's for a home i can't do that that's just not well not not necessarily like not feel humor but more like i'm i'm here to work i know what i'm here for i'm here to do do a job or i'm here to do this and then after the job is done or after the deed is done then i can you know uh, unbutton the collar and, and, and have some fun. Well, okay, back when I was young and into martial arts a lot, if you're then, you know, in a fight, and it was a, then you don't really think humorously. You think, I don't want to get punched in the face or kicked wherever. <laughs> and so there it's more, yeah, that's kind of like you concentrate on one thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you, <laughs> that's the closest I can get to that because, you know, I usually have humor all the time, but if somebody's mm -hmm. trying to hit and kick me, then the humor kind of disappears, <laughs> I guess. True. So, so, so this is this is to this is to to uh, I guess kind of kind of similar to that. So I told you I had an audition yesterday, right? Yes. How did it go? So uh, <laughs> this is funny. So I, I the audition was for a movie, 
Yeah. Uh, and I was supposed to be a, a Marine in the, what was it? Uh, I was a Marine um, in uh, Okinawa. Okay. And I was supposed to be going going back to Nam uh, tomorrow. And oh. uh, and it's supposed to be very serious. Nobody told you the war was over for decades. Now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it was an historical thing. Oh, I get it. Yeah, historical piece, yeah, yeah. historical okay. piece. So I, I was supposed to be very serious. Very, 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 very serious because I don't want to go there and yeah. die. Yeah, right. I know. So, so I, I got there and I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the lines. And at the end, there's a, there's a line. It's like, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm sitting with a guy. Uh, we're at a bar and I'm smoking a, smoking a, a, a joint. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling the guy, you know, there's all these things going on. There's all these things going on, and I gotta go. I gotta leave tomorrow, and I don't want to go. And I'm just gonna die. And uh, the the lines I remember the lines. So it's like um, it was like oh, I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear. It. Yeah. Oh, you can hear. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it came down here. It's like connection lost or something. Uh -huh. So um, so the lines it was like uh, well I gotta go. I'm shipping out to Nam tomorrow morning, and then it says turn around, turn back around. So it's yeah. like and what for? So I can die in some shithole on the other side of the world. Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. So I I delivered the the first part in yeah. what for, and then I was like to die in some shithole, and yeah. then I started to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so it was like it was like very serious. It was like I, I like I like threw the chair and what for, and like the chair was like clink. And I was like, to die in some <laughs> on the other side of the world. And I'm like, are you okay? This should be so. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't. I, I just can't. Well, so okay. I, how I did take two go? I don't. <laughs> how did take two go? Take two was a little bit better. A little well, bit. I don't, it was a little bit better. Uh, but I don't think I don't think I got the I don't think I got the job just because. <laughs> just oh. Because yeah, I guess that for an audition, that's bad. If it's really the shoot, they can do take ten if necessary. Well, I I did I did I did four takes. Yeah, <laughs> four takes on it. So, uh, first take, I was a little too soft. Yeah. Uh, because they changed the they changed the scenario. Yeah. It, it, the, at first, it was on a beach. Uh, so you know, I was talking very softly, yeah. very calmly at a beach. You know, you. It's very peaceful. Yes. Uh, so it was like it's too soft. Now you're at a bar. Yeah. I'm like, okay, at a bar. Mm. Did the bar thing, and I was like, yeah. now you're very angry. And then that's when I did the laugh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, that's when I did, you know, just all angry the whole time, yeah. and just like, you know, it was, it, it was just, it was just hilarious. And now, do you think I, if I it had been laugh. a week, so it had been a week later, earlier, a month? Do you find that at certain moments you find things funny, but then you think of I think if that happened now, I wouldn't be laughing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. You you always rethink things, and you're like, oh, I could have done that better. I Not just did. for that. As an astrologer, I think there's certain moments when things are more conducive to certain states of mind. I've seen this a lot. Because mm -hmm. sometimes I remember one time in grade school. I think it was in seventh grade. I don't know. The teacher, back then we didn't even have photocopies, we had mimeographs. I don't know if you know what a mimeograph is. I don't. What it was that? like, when, of course, ever since the 70s, where I had you know, photocopies, it was, the mm -hmm. ink was all purple because of some kind of machine that, I don't know how it worked, but went through it. And so they would give you, when they had to do copies to teacher, you know, give the same page to students, like for a test or whatever. 
mm-hmm. or for some kind of text. It was always like purple ink because that was a mimeograph ink. Well, anyway, in this mimeograph ink, they gave us a text and, and the teacher wanted to be funny. So she put excuses I've heard for people not having their homework done. Mm-hmm. Or like number one, uh, the dog ate it. You know, that sort of thing. I, I don't understand that. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> it's, like, it's like the oldest thing in the world. Like uh, the well, dog. probably, I imagine, since everything's possible in this world, at some point, a dog actually ate somebody's homework. Ate the homework, yeah. And they thought, I have the perfect excuse. Now, maybe not. Maybe the kid just made it up himself. I, I don't know. But uh, and, and that was number one. And then she had all these others. Oh, my grandmother is in the hospital, that sort of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Or my grandmother died. That was another one. And, mm-hmm. and then she wanted to be funny. She said, yeah, she would say number seven, our house burnt down. Right. <laughs> but she made a mistake in typing. It said outhouse burnt down. Outhouse burnt down. <laughs> the, you know what an outhouse is? You know, the toilets you have behind yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And, uh, and a friend of mine, I saw that we burst out laughing the thought of the outhouse burnt down, we were laughing, and it was Miss Murray. I don't remember practically anything from grade school. I remember David, stop laughing like that. It was an outhouse burnt down, laughing, laughing. She said, David, stop laughing. I could, my friend could stop. I could not stop. Only for five stop. minutes. It was just so ridiculous. She wanted to be funny, and unwittingly, she was even funnier. Outhouse burnt down. I thought it was so. Wow. And yet, of course. Even like a week later, I thought, well, that's not really that funny. It's just one of those moments where you get something in your head and it's funny and you can't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's caused by, actually? A temporary insanity or what? Because <laughs> you must have had I, that. Something when you're not supposed to laugh, like it's in class, and you, but you just can't help it. It's just so funny. It goes over and over in your head, always with the same reaction. You just laugh and laugh and laugh. It, it, I don't know. It, it, it's probably It's probably the same thing like we were talking about before where you're where you're like putting someone down. She's supposed to be a teacher, so she's supposed to be smarter than you guys. So it's like the teacher made a mistake. That is funny. Yeah, that's funny. But then also the idea that people would still have outhouses and that people would use, (laughs) and and, and third of all, that people would use the excuse, even if you have an outhouse, oh, the outhouse burned down so I couldn't do my homework. What does that have to do with it? So it's really, I think it's that, it's like at least three different levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's at least three different levels it's funny. And that's Mm -hmm. that aspect of humor. We can look at it from this way, it's funny, that way it's funny, like different levels. I think that's what I was picking up there. That no matter how you twist and turn it, it's still funny. Yeah, and yet nobody yeah, I, else was I, laughing. They just saw a dumb mistake. That, except my well, friend. That, that shows how that shows how clever you were at that time. You know, you were putting all these pieces together. It's like even if that was taken out, it's still funny because of this. Yeah, know? I know. I know things that have <laughs> double meanings or triple. That I had like a triple exactly, level exactly. of funny, and I always had like an instinct for that. Even if I couldn't have explained it at that moment, when I thought, mm-hmm. of it, "Oh, it's funny from this angle, this angle, this angle." And that, in a sense, is the funniest thing. It's kind of like a, a perfect diamond. No matter how you turn it, it's still beautiful. Yeah. But that and, as applies to humor. But the kind of humor yeah. I don't like is when it's so obvious how they're trying to manipulate you to get you to laugh. Ah. It's just so obvious, and you know it before it's coming, but it's they don't do it with elegance at all. It's just... German humor. We have to get into this thing at the end here, because you, you mentioned before the different countries, different types of humor. What have you observed yep. there? Because you lived in China for what's Chinese humor compared to Japanese humor, for example? It, honestly, it's very similar. It's <laughs> very, surprised. very similar. It's, it's loud. But but one thing one thing about Chinese humor, which I think which I think is uh is a little interesting. They it's kind of it's kind of I'm, I'm going to use the f word. It's kind of fucked up to say this. Yeah. Uh, but they. 
they a lot of their comedy is stolen. <laughs> a lot of their comedy is stolen in uh, China, just like they steal our patents, for example, and exactly, our programs exactly, and all exactly, that. Right? <laughs> well, why not steal their, the comedy as well? Well, you had it. Damn. A lot of their comedy is stolen. So, um, so you you would see, you would see like, oh, this this is the new com new Chinese comedian. It's like, oh, well, I I saw that bit, like you know. 10 years ago from this this comedian in America or this comedian <laughs> in something like that. So oh, a lot of that well it, it, and it's it's easy to still there because you know the internet. The internet yeah. is blocked for for most people, you know, and oh, um so it's 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 difficult to say like okay, well I'm going to I'm going to still this and then someone's going to know this is from yeah. uh Bob the comedian yeah. in America. They won't know because it's <laughs> oh, like well, yeah. you know, it, it's 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 um it, it's no one can see it. No one can. They get can, special permission. The comedians from the Chinese Communist Party, they they don't have their internet censored just so they can steal foreign comedy and. No, 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 no. It, it's 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 not like that. It's more it's more of like uh, people use VPNs. You know, nowadays. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The... To to get around it, and um, another type of comedy they ha they have in uh in China is racial comedy. Yeah. So um, during Chinese New Year they do this uh they have this this big like performance on tv and uh i remember one year there was uh they had blackface yeah. <laughs> it was funny to me right. to me it was funny it was so hilarious so it's like it was like a, a, a african um an african village the chinese chinese lady she's in like a fat suit and she has like a big ass very very big ass big lips and she's like speaking in chinese this is on chinese tv yeah, this is on Chinese TV for Chinese New Year. Chinese <laughs> New Year. And um and that was the that was the comedy like, oh, look at the black look at the Africans, the black people. They have big asses and big lips and their skin is You dark. know, Brandon, this is important you tell me this. I'm going to write to my connections in the alliance. <laughs> that is the White Hats, Trump and the Alliance won't get into the topic here. This people listening know what I mean here. I'm going to send them this because so many Democrats in America take up for China. It's always against Russia. Oh, the Chinese, they're cool. If they knew they do that kind of comedy on Chinese TV, every leftist in America would totally reject China. Let's face it. The, the this is, is terrible. People wouldn't know about it because they don't live in China. You know, they, they don't live there. You only see pretty much what China wants. Oh, so you didn't record any of these comedy skits from the Chinese TV there? Oh no, 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 no! I didn't. I didn't record any. any oh, that's of it. a pity it, because uh, it would it, you convince. Can you can actually find it online now. You know, with the VPN and stuff. Well, yeah, because everybody that's so China friendly in America, this would turn them off to that totally. Oh my God. Well, they they have this. They have. I'll I'll give you another one. Uh, uh a a comedic commercial. Yeah. So they they uh it was a a cleaning uh oh what was it um uh. Uh, washing liquid, washing liquid uh, for for clothes. Yeah. Uh, and um, there was a black guy and, and a Chinese girl. So the black guy was cleaning. He was cleaning the house. He was uh, painting, painting the house. And the the Chinese girl, she she was looking at him and and give him like a like a wink eye, like oh you're yeah. cute. I want to talk yeah. to you. So he walked up to the girl and she pretended that she was gonna kiss him. Yeah. And uh, she pushed him inside the washing machine. Yeah. And he was trying to get out. Ah, yeah. let me out of here. Let yeah. me out of here. Let me out of here. And she put some washing washing liquid on top of it. Yeah. And she turned on the washing machine. And then out pops a white-skinned Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
white skinned Chinese man. Chinese man. Yes, yes. So a black man went in and out pops a white, white skinned Chinese man. <laughs> that, that is so, I'll put it this way it is so stupidly racist, it's hilarious. It's it is funny, so, so right? dumb. It's, from... it's just like, what? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, I remember. I remember that one too. I totally remember that. What? Well, how could you forget? It's <laughs> it's good you find it funny because you'd be thinking, "I wish I could forget that." That is just so. But, but like the the thing is the thing is, is there's there's a lot of ignorance. Not not there's there's ignorance everywhere. Yeah. You know? So, um, I, I'm I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not saying that I, I I was angry when I saw those or anything like that. Me, I think anything can be funny if. If it's funny, <laughs> you yeah, know, if it's right. funny, if it's, it's funny, not the it's most funny. you could say, yeah, if it's funny, it's funny, yeah. But the Chinese, like, that's it, because you know, here in Japan, there's also racism. I mean, people remark on it. It's not so overt and obvious, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but you know, there are examples of it. But in China, I guess it's even more in your face, direct. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Wow. So that's and especially in a communist country because communists always preach equality between mm -hmm. the races they always preach of course in reality things can be quite different but, oh no 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 They're totally different in reality uh, but that's what they <laughs> preach because that's what communism preaches they want to unite the whole world under communism that is take all the power from everybody else and they want to be the absolute rulers of the world so they always always preach that but then they would have that sort of humor that's really 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 strange yeah that's that's how it is because a commercial like that, if they had commercials in 1920s where the Ku Klux Klan was at its peak, you know, they push a black guy into a big washing machine, he comes out white. <laughs> you could, you know, for that epic, you could say, well, of course, that's typical sort of racist humor in 1920s. Yeah. But in modern days in, in China, in China, it's even it's strange. Just, you know what I mean? that, that's how it is, though. It's, it's just like even, even like <clears throat> even like because, you know, I have an afro, right? Yeah. So. Uh, so even when I would go into my classes and stuff, they would they would call me bomb hair or boom hair, something oh. like and that. That's just that's funny to them. Yeah. You know, it's just like to me, it's just an afro or yes, I, would, uh, I, I would get uh, I would get uh, people, not people, but uh, students coming up saying like, oh, does it come off? And I'm like, does what come off? Yeah. The color. <laughs> <laughs> But not as a joke. You mean they were serious, like? No, no, no. They were being serious. They were being so oh. serious. And another, another one, another one I, I saw was uh, was uh, a, a a black man was eating chocolate in China. Yeah. And and he had to eat it slowly because he didn't know where the chocolate began and where his yeah. his fingers ended. So, <laughs> or where where the chocolate ended and his fingers began. Yeah. So he had to eat it slowly. So that's well. I wonder if there ever be a Chinese commercial where they push a white guy into washing machine. He comes out Chinese. Oh, no, no, no. They would never do that. They would never do that. Why not, though? Because, you know, the, obviously the they color, think the somehow they're superior. The, the skin color is already white. Well, so, not right? exactly. And so it could insinuate, well, the, the whites, they aren't as clean and, and good as we are. Because that's what the Communist Party teaches, basically. No, no. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll in China, in China the, the punching bag is, is Africa or, oh. or dark skin. You know, so which is funny too they because do, they wouldn't do white. They wouldn't do the yeah. White but the either. strange thing there is that China has made such inroads into China mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, into Africa, into Africa. trying yeah. to, you know, get Africa on their side. And then they would do such humor in China. That's, uh, of course, I guess the Af average African guy doesn't watch Chinese TV, so he doesn't. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing here, but I suppose that's not. So, yeah, my whole line of questioning was there. Kind of yeah, off. Right. But anyway. Well, gee, I guess we've talked for almost an hour and a half. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, we go on for hours like this, but we oh, won't yeah, yeah, yeah. because we're merciful. And maybe not everybody has as strong a sense of humor as we do. And, and let's face it, they might be listening to us while driving in their car. They might have an accident because they're laughing so hard. I hope so. But no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't mean you hope so. So the accent is all over America because so many people and all over the world because so many people are listening to us. I mean, that's funny in itself. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm joking. I, I, I don't hope you have an accent. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. It, so people see Brandon does have a heart af after all. Yeah, he I hopes you do not have an accent. Of course, as soon as we cut off this transmission, he'll be laughing about it. And he yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But anyway, uh, people, I hope you found this as humorous as we did, if that's possible. And uh, yeah, humor is something to think about, mm -hmm. I would say. One's own sense of humor. I think you even analyze personalities based on what people find funny. There should be a test, a psychological test, just with humorous things. And then you could evaluate people depending on what this individual finds funny. I think such a test could be devised. I've never devised it, but it would be an interesting Task I too. feel like that will that will find a lot of crazy people. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good point. That's yo, when yes. someone's laughing at poop jokes and and pee jokes and other people's laughing at like you said dead baby jokes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yes. Those are the crazy people. <laughs> those are the crazy. That's people. interesting. Well, maybe in a more serious vein, we get into that. What would such a humor test look like? What kind? The, the different mm -hmm. uh, categories of humor and what they might mean psychologically. Yeah. But we need some time to think. Maybe next year when we thought about it down the road well anyway people others this might have seemed like a not so serious episode which of course it wasn't but nonetheless socrates never said we shouldn't laugh <laughs> and we're on after all the path of socrates thank you so much brandon for this talk and yeah till the next time yep till next time thank you bye now